My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Hey, bloggers. Happy midweek. I want to talk to you about competitive research today. I think so many bloggers spend a little bit too much time worrying about their competitors, maybe evaluating, looking, peeking at the wrong things, and maybe avoid taking note of the things that will really make a difference in their own business. That's what I want to talk about today. So I believe that I have two big competitors for my hyperlocal blog uh, had three, and they all went down three different paths. So one of them um, ended up being uh, becoming one of my best friends, and we merged our companies. We merged them together, and that was many years ago. Uh, but that was one of my competitors. The other two that I have are still around, and it's interesting I don't think either one of them really focused on SEO, at least um, not at the beginning of when I was focusing on SEO. So they didn't have a lot of organic traffic, or it seemed even a focus to get that. Uh, But one of them went ahead and hired somebody to come and do SEO for them. And it was very obvious that they were doing that. And it was interesting because uh, my business partner Sue and I were looking at the new posts that they were coming out with. And it was basically like a checklist of all the posts that we had on our site, which was kind of funny. And they were doing some really weird things with their SEO. And now when I look at them, uh, the the analytics that I do have access to, I can see that they're one of the people who were down almost 90% uh, from the updates. So I think there was some, I don't know, uh, maybe some weirdness going on with what they were doing. The other business that I really think of as a competitor has a much larger marketing budget than I do, significantly larger. And they actually ended up hiring an entire SEO team on staff. And that's really hard to compete with. Um, so that's kind of um, the the story of how... <laughs> how my competitors are uh, are are working uh, with me or against me. And uh, curious about that for you too. So take a minute and think about, and you probably already know this, but think about who you really believe your competitors are. You know, maybe identify three, maybe five, but probably three of your biggest competitors. And then Let's talk about how we should analyze them, what things we should be looking for. It's definitely not a thing that we do competitive analysis for copying people. In fact, I was going to save this to the end, but I'll tell you now. What I really recommend doing is taking note of these questions, answering them, being able to articulate them, not just kind of, oh yeah, I think I know, but actually being able to write down the answer to these questions and only doing it maybe once every two years or so. Uh, And otherwise, not looking at them at all. Not looking at them at all. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some competitors that you work with maybe um, as a collaborator in some way, and you'll need to review each other's content for that. But I tell you, when I'm not doing competitive research, I do not go to my competitors 
websites. I don't want to see what they're doing. I don't want to see what shiny pennies they're chasing. And I also, you know, don't want to compare myself to them on those everyday, daily kind of activities and events because we're in a different place from a uh, from a from a point of comparing each other, either I've been around longer or they've been around longer. Either I have a bigger budget or they have a bigger budget. Either you know, I, I, there's uh, one person I that I think about, not a direct competitor, but um, certainly been taking their blog to a place that I would love to take my blog. But you know what? That person is a single woman. Uh, maybe. I think she has a boyfriend, but definitely does not have kids or a spouse. That's a very different situation for me where I um, work with my husband and I homeschool my kids. So I, that's just I'm just saying that to say, if you don't start comparing, because it's probably not apples to apples. So when we're looking, we're looking for specific things. And here are those things. Number one, think about you and what you're good at compared to your competitor and articulate, define, be able to write down on paper so that you can use it in your promotional material. Why do people come to you instead of them? Now, there might be, you know, especially if you're new or if they are significantly larger or have been around longer than you, there might be 10 reasons why they go to somebody else and only one reason why they come to you. That's We're not, we're not looking at that now. We just want to know why someone would pick you over them when it comes to getting information. So you've got two customers. Remember that. So you want to answer this from two perspectives, readers, and if you're working with brands, then brands. Why would somebody come to you and not your competition? That's question one. Question two is very similar, um, but uh, I think it, I think it's worth answering and seeing if there's a different answer for it. And here it is: How do you set yourself apart? Because the the thing is, you need to identify how other people are viewing you, and then what you're trying to do to set yourself apart. Make sure um, those are in alignment, and if they're not in alignment you know, make sure one or the other is actually true or a realistic expectation and see what you need to do in order to change that. So why do people come to you and not the competition? And then what do you think you do to set yourself apart? Then look at, you know, not just one article one time, but an overall view of your competition's business. And I know you're not in their business, um, so you don't have the exact answer to this question. But from what you can see, where they show up, what kind of articles they write, what they're doing with all the aspects of their business that are that are visible to you, what do you think their strategy is? What do you think their sales strategy is? What do you think their reader retention strategy is? What do you think their goals are? Where do you think they're trying to, um, you know, make money? Where are they trying to grow? So these are not things that you can know unless somebody, you know, unless they spill the beans to you. But based on what you see, what do you think the answer to those are? And then you can look, where do they promote themselves? Where do they look for clients? What are they doing to reach more people? 
what are they doing to monetize their blog? So again, we're looking at two different customers here, right? Reach, that's the reader. Monetize, that's the brands. And is there um, a is something in common about that? So if you see, if you don't know how they're trying to, you know, how they monetize. Okay, well, who are the people that they um, are promoting on a regular basis? How are they promoting those people? How often are they promoting those people? And is there something in common with all of those places? And it might just not be, let's say if it's travel, oh, that's a CVB, that's a tourism board, and that's a tourism board, and that's a tourism board. Okay, but is it small tourism boards, large ones? Is it um, ones that usually work with um, content creators directly? Is it through a particular PR firm? Do you think there is the PR firm handling advertising dollars? Those are the kinds of things that you want to look at. And then um, make a list and really define what sets them apart from each other. So first you talked about how, you know, how do you set yourself apart, but then look at those three to five competitors and ask yourself in a way that you can actually articulate what sets them apart. So if you are out of the equation, why would a reader and why would a brand work with one over the other? What is it that's special? What's what's the secret sauce for each one of those competitors? Then if you can get your hands on price ranges, do that. Um, I've been able to do this by just searching. I found price uh, prices, price list, sorry, for a competitor. Some people have it online, but uh, one of our competitors did not have theirs online, but I found um, an old pricing sheet that they had uh, on their server still, and it was indexed and I it was not being served up anywhere, but I was still able to get to it which is a note that if you don't want to share, if you don't want the world to know what your pricing is and you have it on your server, you should unindex it. Uh, But see if you can find price ranges, talk to people. I do have um, people in the PR and advertising industry and clients who've been clients for a decade who uh, are willing to share things if I ask politely (laughs) in the right way at the right time. And... See if you can identify what their ideal customer is. And I do mean both customers. Who is their target market? And target, we did talk a little bit about target market from, um, from a brand perspective, but also who's their target market from a reader perspective? And then what products do they offer? They might not offer any. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking of reader products here. Quite frankly, if they have brand packages, you want to know that too. But what are the products that they're offering readers, if anything? And what are those, uh, what's the problem that those products are trying to solve? Do they actually solve the problem? Is that actually the right problem to be solving? These are questions you want to ask yourself because obviously you want to be able to fill in the gap if there's problems left on the table or problems that aren't being solved with um, adequate solutions. And then you want to do you know, basically a SWOT analysis. If you went to business school, you might remember that SWOT, S-W-O-T, is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I'll be honest, I can't, I couldn't stand when I had to do the O and the T in uni. Um, so I like to focus on just the strengths and weaknesses of each one. Um, 
but I call it SWOT for short. And then once you get all of that defined, written down, the reason I'm telling you to write it down is because probably you have a gut feeling about what the answer is to all of these things. And that's that's okay. But if you want to combat your competition with um with accuracy and i think um you know mindfully instead of just flippantly then you need to be able to articulate what those the answers to those questions we just talked about and secondly you want to continue to do it maybe every other year and so it's nice to be able to see what they used to do what's changed interestingly a lot of people won't change anything at all, not because they didn't get it right, but because they're too lazy. Or it might not be incompetence, but it might just be this unwillingness to morph and adapt to the way um, that the readers and brands are morphing and adapting. So, you know, that that's good. And it'll, you can only really feel that um, or rem- remember that if you write it down time over time over time. And I keep mine in a Google Docs. So every time two years rolls around and I'm like, oh, I need to do another one. Where did I put that? I can just search for it real quick in Google Docs. Um, so that's what I recommend. If you have time, uh, you know, try to make, you know, try to do this. You don't have to do, you know, all three or all five at the same time. Maybe um, once one a month, you know, for the next three to five months, you can take a look. Um, and really put some focus on your competition. Again, with the idea of making sure that you're bringing a service that's unique, that fills a need, and that is, you know, that you're you're serving better than than other people in unique ways. You know, really great, but also uh, really uniquely. And um, I think that'll make a big difference in your presentations and the decisions that you make in your business going forward. Hope that was helpful. Have a fantastic week. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.